Before we begin, I would like uh, to ask Brother Given, would you pray for Brother Justin? He's not feeling well. And, uh, yes. Yes. Is he here? Yes, he's here. Yes. You'll strengthen his body. Mm-hmm. You remember where we, the man's ankle bone was strengthened. Yes. And a woman with an issue of blood was strengthened. Mm-hmm. So we are asking for this the physical strength yes. to be given to him. And that he will be able to enjoy mm-hmm. fully all of the things that are said and be able to contribute. Mm-hmm. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. May I pray for him also? Yes. Our Holy Father in heaven, we come now mm-hmm. honoring thee by bringing this request to thee mm-hmm. with the full knowledge, Father, that all things are possible. Yes. To thee. Amen. So we, as your people, with faith in thee, mm-hmm. we ask that, that if there be anything in us that would hinder for this request to be answered, that you would reveal that to us and give us power to hate it and put it from us. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Father, we are particularly praying that you would keep the wicked one at bay. Yes. In the in the wake of this renewal that you mm-hmm. give to us, Lord, we pray for Brother Justin's health. Mm-hmm. Lord, we know that he gives the strength that you give to him in your service, and his desire is toward thee. Mm-hmm. So, Lord. We ask that you would do wondrously, mm-hmm. because it, it, it's your way to do wondrously. Yes. And that you would heal him, and that even now, as we speak, as we come before your throne, asking this mercy for him and for us mm-hmm. and for your glory, mm-hmm. we pray that even now, Father, you would give him relief from, mm-hmm. from his infirmity mm-hmm. or affliction. Father, we love thee. Mm-hmm. And we pray this in Christ's name mm-hmm. with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. What a, a ministry that prayer is among us. The Lord's given it to us. You know, we are kings and priests. We intercede for one another on, on the behalf see, of, of the saints and for God. It's unto God. We're living unto God. So, see, it's with him that we have to do. That's right. Amen. Amen. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick. That's what it says. I believe it. The third plague. We're going to get into this third plague. Now, this God is showing himself. He's revealing aspects of, of, of who he is. See, God judges. Now, people don't like to think about it today, but they ought to think about it today. God is a judge. And his judgment is true. It's righteous. So, see, what... God's going to judge these things that, that they have taken for granted for many, 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 many years. But that doesn't mean they're true, and God's going to judge them for what they are. The third plague. We're witnessing the faith of Moses. See, that's why, we, that's why I took this diversion, because in every one of these, we see a, a, a contrast, a stark contrast between the faith of Moses and Aaron and the obstinance of Pharaoh absolute obstinance to where his whole kingdom would be dismantled and decimated 
Because he would not believe God. That's why. He would not. He hardened his heart over and over and over. And so Moses, the meekest man on the earth, he what does he do? He submits. Moses submits to God and he goes back over and over. And, and, and Moses asks, you know, pray, pray, treat to the Lord for him. And he does. You see how Moses is, is God's arm in this. God, God's put him there. See, Moses was going to be a god unto Pharaoh. And he was going to have a prophet named Aaron. And, and, and this is God's working this out. We, we can see it. So God is also revealing the absolute dominance of Christ Jesus, ability to deliver his people from all manner of the diseases brought on because of sin. See, as we look at this, we want to see Christ in it. He's in it. See, as God does these things and he works these things, he's working according to his nature. So see, as in our circumstance where we live, See, there's certain things that the devil has set up. They seem like they're institutions and they seem like they're governments, but it's Satan at work. And he's trying to blind the minds of men. Well, how can we have an effect on that? By faith. We can do it. We can topple kingdoms as you press in and believe God, even if it's just in your own mind. See, even say, well, my influence isn't going. Has it altered you? Well, see, this is really, this is where it's got to begin. It's got to alter you. And when that happens, well, you'll have a direct influence on those around you. There are plagues mm-hmm. in our day. Yes. That are going on. Amen. And when you think of them with this in mind, yes. you think of them different as judgments, but that's not how they're thought of. But see, they do, God can protect his people mm-hmm. during, during this time. Amen. If he didn't, they would they would be decimated. They would. Goodness is the design of Satan. See, the world seems to try and frighten people. Yes, yes. But you, you can't be frightened by these things that are happening, does it? And Israel couldn't get away from They couldn't get out of the country where they were. That's right. Amen. They could, they could together be exempt from it. Amen. Yes. Israel. Yeah, that's right. It, they weren't all mingled in with Egypt. <laughs> that's right. They weren't in Egypt. They were, they were in Egypt. That's right. But they weren't of Egypt. That's right. Amen. And that, if they had adopted Egyptian, you know, really, mm-hmm. really just been absorbed into mm-hmm. the Egyptian culture, yes. there would have been no protection. That's they right. Would. That's right. But yeah. their protection was mm-hmm. that they were, God kept them separate to himself. Now, even in our nation, mm-hmm. where there there is horrible, mm-hmm. horrible sin every day yes. being, being uh, done, and, and people are engaging in with zeal, mm-hmm. our protection is to remain separate. Yes, amen. Even though we, we mm-hmm. don't have a, a you know like one state where all the Christians right, do that right. type of thing, but we still have to maintain our strength. Mm-hmm. If we're going to look for the mercy of God That's in the right. day of Amen. judgment. Amen. After four centuries, mm-hmm. the Israelites were still Israelites. That's they right. Were That's them. right. And I was thinking about this very thing. You know how God did this? He caused them to be slaves. 
You see, so they weren't like accepted just in the social clubs of the Egyptians. These were slaves. They were thought of, they were looked down on. They were they were mistreated. But the, that brought them together. Exactly right. See, we're pilgrims and strangers on the earth. Exactly yes. Right. Now under Joseph, they still they were in Goshen. Yes, that's right. They still were separate. That's right. Whenever, whenever the Pharaoh mm-hmm. rose, mm-hmm. that didn't know Joseph. Yes, Amen. And he owed no obligation yes. to the God of Joseph. Yes. Then, yeah, then, then uh, uh-huh. God, God did use that, but he, he mm-hmm. used it to make them want to come out. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. They were separate. They were separate before, and they were separate after. Yes, amen. But he, he caused them to despise their mm-hmm. condition That's right. under the Egyptian mm-hmm. and see the hardness mm-hmm. of you know, God, God would offer them goodness. Mm-hmm. And they saw what the world offered to yes, the Egyptians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were willing to come out. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this accents mm-hmm. the value of an assembly. Yes. Uh-huh. See, the, when the saints assemble, mm-hmm. they're, they're capitalizing on their uniqueness. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So thank God for them. That's yes. why it's, it's so dangerous to let the world... Amen. That's right. That's right. Now, see when 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 um, Jacob came to Egypt, it one way it was by necessity. It wasn't uh, his desire to go there. He went there, but even then they were despised. Okay, they were herdsmen. They were shepherds, and it was an abomination. So, so what did Pharaoh do? Pharaoh was was kindly entreated towards Joseph, and so Joseph said. He told Joseph, I'm going to give them the best land. That's what the Pharaoh did. Now, see, this is a Pharaoh that appreciated what Joseph had done for his nation. Joseph had saved their nation. Now, God had done it, but he worked through Joseph. So Joseph had favor with the Pharaoh. Here comes the, here comes the Hebrews. What does they do? They're an abomination. We know that. We, we can't have them among us. See how God was protecting them even then. He was sub- making a separation, but he's going to make the separation really clear in what we're going to read today. Really clear. Yeah, separateness is our protection. Yes, amen. Amen. Now, in the first plague, God judged the Egyptian god of the annual flooding of the Nile, Kunum, the false god of the source of the Nile. We can see that as we abide in Christ, he's delivering us from the false sources of truth. There's a lot of truth out there. There's a lot of people who say, Follow me. But see, God's protecting us. See, he is the truth and the light. Amen. He is. And so he's, he's, he's protecting us. See, there are those who would attempt to flood our minds with all manner of, of thoughts contrary to what God is teaching. But so what does he do? He's protected us. See, So in other words, God's making this judgment now so we'll be able to see. See, not all sources are good. Got to make a distinction. In the second plague, God judged the Egyptian god Hekit, the false goddess of fertility and childbirth. We find that it is God alone that gives and takes life. Only he can do it. So what does he do? He decimates their god. That's what he did. He, he came and he made it to where they didn't, they hated that. Well, it, he can make us to hate it, right? He's the wellspring from which every child is conceived and brought to birth. See? Without him, 
Not one person. You see, you read about barren women. Why were they barren? Because God made them barren. That's why. No one will have a child unless God allows it. Now, see, I know, I know that people think this is archaic thinking. This is God's thinking. See, they got all kinds of scientific reasons, but all of them scientific reasons will fall to the ground if they could just see God for one second. See, this, this is the history of Israel. Yeah. This is the history of God's working. Yes, amen, amen. Mm-hmm. is because they're thinking about the particular instance. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. There are times when there is a particular in, uh, instance, like the birth of Moses, mm-hmm. birth of Jeremiah, mm-hmm. the birth of Paul, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they reference that. But then there's a larger context where people are, are making nations mm-hmm. and Nations are big, like Pharaoh. He was raised up in mm-hmm. order for God to show His power. That's right. Against Egypt. Yeah, that's right. So there, while there are things where where God does things in a particular, there are other times when generally He sets things in motion. Yeah. And allows for a particular nation or people to mm-hmm. increase. Yes. And so, in that instance, you would still say that God allowed for all of those births. That's right. But it, it's not like he's up there bean counting. He's, uh, he's working within the sphere of his eternal purpose. That's right. Now, many in our present time have lost their respect for life itself. Yes. Their respect for life. We can see this manifested in that they willingly kill, murder their own babies. This is never in the history of the world. You look in the scriptures, sometimes they were taken from them. But see, this is, this is unique. This is unique. All right. That, now, I know there were some that offered their children to Baal. And to, and yeah. See, uh, they were. But see, we're talking about a, a whole country filled with people who think nothing about it at all. They just think, they don't, they don't even attribute that it's a child. Well, anyway. They've lost their respect. But see, God's not mocked. Amen. He's not mocked. God has this hasn't gone. And he's able to deliver them out of their hands. See, God's going to show us. He can deliver. He's a deliverer. So see, this, this God's going to deliver all those who believe. That's the only ones. In the third plague, God judged the Egyptian god Geb. Now, this is interesting. The false god of the earth. They, they, they had to have a God that, that did everything, right? Because they didn't worship the God. They had to have little smaller gods that they could reference that would do individual things. <laughs> you can see how when, when, when Satan gets a hold of a person's mind, all kinds of fantasies come out of it. <laughs> the false God of the earth. It was commonly believed that earthquakes were the result of his laughter. This is really... That's where earthquakes come. God laughed and an earthquake come. We can see how foolish. See, what, is, what, what, what does that even mean? I mean well, so he's an evil God, I guess. Earthquakes kill people. Can, anyway. Anyway, in the scriptures we learned that it was God alone who created the world. So see, you can see why God's judging this God. 
Because this God has aligned himself against God, against the God of, of, of the earth. Yes? In Psalm chapter 2, it talks about the kings of the earth setting themselves against the Lord. Against yes. The Lord. And Amen. It's going to be a time when the entire earth is going to be is going to be shaken mm-hmm. and burnt up. Yes. There, if you want to know about the true God <laughs> and the result of His laughter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, He laughs at the wicked because they didn't turn to Him. That's they right. Him. Amen. They had an opportunity to turn to Him, and then, but that's yes. far superior to uh, this false God here. Amen. Now, Satan has sought to turn the minds of men away from the real God. And so this is what we see as a result of that. Yes, Sister June? Yeah, uh, all these things are robbing God of his glory. Yes, that's right. And what you read at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. that all things Mm -hmm. were made by him. That's right. There was not anything made that was made. Yes. Except that he he was its creator. That's right. Now, they're giving Mm -hmm. the power and the glory of the creator. Uh-huh. To these little g yeah. gods, mm-hmm. and they—you're right. It it takes the wholeness. God mm-hmm. is the Creator. We're to think of Him in a, yes. in a, a perfect, complete, mm-hmm. whole. Like everything goes to Him, and they're siphoning off these things. Yes, and turning attention, and in the process, you can't do that without. A great deal of perversion. That's right. That's right. Amen. This, this is good what you're doing here because the things that we are witnessing, just for instance, in our country, mm-hmm. you don't hear people saying that this is this. These are false gods mm-hmm. competing with the true God. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's taking place. Mm-hmm. But people are, are treating it like it's just a mere human custom. That's they right. They're not seeing it right. Now. Yeah. It doesn't even know how to react to this. That's right. Amen. Amen. So see, the, the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. Right. If the ch- church stops proclaiming these things, the world the world can't figure it out. No. There's no way for them to. That's right. Amen. And they're in God's world. Yes. And in salvation, you're reconciled to God. Yes. How wrong is it yeah. for someone who claims to be reconciled to God not to see what God's doing? Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. He alone is the ruler of the world. Actually, if we get right down to the micromanaging of of, of the grass of the field, it can't die unless God allows it to die. Now, He can He can raise it up. He can make it to where it won't grow. That's right. He can just cause call for a famine. What happens? It doesn't grow. The animals die. They don't have any food. Why does God do stuff like that? People say, well, why? I could never serve a God like that. You're going to serve a God like that. He, he's showing us. He is the commander of all things. If it happens, he approved it. If it doesn't happen, he approved it. Yeah. See, he's the, 
people, you know, down, down this level, they know that they, at some point in time, they have to, they, there's a boss over them. There's some kind of boss. Some people say, well, I own my own company. I don't have a boss. Yeah, you do. You're going to have to report to someone. You know, maybe it's a supplier. Maybe it's the IRS, whatever. See, man is not autonomous. He's not separate from everything else. The point you're making mm -hmm. is uh, stated again in that text in uh, Hebrews mm -hmm. where it says, upholding all things by the word of Yes, God. amen. Words, right. Nothing even exists unless it's, con it, it's continuance. Yes. As well as its inception. Mm-hmm. Is owing to God. Amen. Amen. Now put yourself in and just take your mind back to this time in history. Okay? We're standing, they, Moses and Aaron, are standing in what is perceived to be the most powerful ruler in the whole world. Uh, because of the famine, he had he had become even more prominent. Okay, the, the, the kingdoms of the earth came to Egypt so they could survive. God did this on purpose. He's bringing them together so that God can do a work and it won't be like missed. That's right. That's right. They're standing in the presence of the ruler. This is a ruler that could normally do all his will. There wasn't anything standing in the way of him. He could do what he wanted to do, and he normally did it. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And in, in the famine, the world's attention was yes. on Egypt. And it would have been among the heathen mm -hmm. a normal conclusion that the gods of Egypt were powerful. Oh, yes. Because the rest of the world that's right. would, would have been decimated. Yes. But Egypt, Egypt had yes. power. And then it became wealthy. So you have, you have God, it's like building up. Big mound. Yeah. He's mounding everything up mm -hmm. so that whenever it's done, yeah, that's right. It, it's like a concentrated. Amen. Well, we know that afterwards they heard about this. All right, they were talking about it forty years later. They were still talking about this. Yes. yes. God, God made man. Mm -hmm. So he's what we call a cognitive. Yes, that's right. All men know that when mm -hmm. there is trouble and there's a known. Mm -hmm. Access to something to resolve it. They know to go there. Yes. Uh huh. But to show you what sin did, they don't recognize God. That's right. Come to go to Him. See, there. Yeah. Men have been created, mm -hmm. so they would do this. Yes. Showing you what this is what sin did. It yes. Took away the mm -hmm. ability to the most important thing of all. Mm -hmm. to flee to God for refuge. Amen. Amen. Now you know. We, we have the advantage, it's written in the book, that God raised Pharaoh up to show his power. But Pharaoh didn't see this. Pharaoh thought he was the supreme power. And so now when, when Aaron and Moses come before him, he's like, who is the Lord that I should obey him? See, I, I'm the God over this world. I'm the head man here. Of course, I don't even know if he would say he was a man. Anyway, we find that God had determined to openly judge him and his false gods. He's going to decimate. The people are not going to appreciate these gods like they did before God judged them. They're not. We find that Moses and Aaron are trusting God. 
Now think about it. Every single time they go out there, he tells them, go, rise up early in the morning and go you know, to the water. Pharaoh's going to be out there and tell him this. They, they got up. They got ready. And we all know there's preparation involved in all this. It, it, just, it just didn't happen automatically. They had to obey God. And so they had to do things, whatever was required, in order for them to, to, to be there to tell them the word of the Lord. And they were faithful every single time. Yeah. We're seeing the faithfulness of Moses and Aaron That's right. at work. So now in our text today, Exodus eight sixteen, the Lord once again speaks to Moses. And the Lord said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch out thy rod and smite the dust of the land, that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. Now, just keep that in your mind. It's it, the land of Egypt, not the land of Goshen, the land of Egypt. Yeah. Did this, did God's gonna, these first few plagues, God was very specific where it was going to be. Where it was going to be. In the next plague, we're going to see he's, he's going to cause a division. He's going to make, he's going to sever the Hebrews from the Egyptians. The Lord, once again, he speaks to Moses. Now, many Bibles have the heading above verse 16 that reads, plagues of gnats. Now, that's not true. Amen. This is not true. And and uh, I like this. Uh, I was reading this Bocart. He was a, a 16th century French scholar. He says this. Seems to have proved that lice and not gnats are meant because... They sprang from the dust and not from the waters. This is a big, he, he smote the dust. He didn't smite the waters. They were both on man and on beast, which cannot be said of gnats. Now, see, this is something that he, he, this man was a scholar. He researched where they all come from. How, do they, how are they born? See, technically, lice are a larvae that's in the dust. God, God said exactly what he what he meant. See, in other words, they, they multiplied yes. much more than they than normal. That's right. Same with frogs and all this thing. They multiplied. Yes. So this that's teaching you that God can cause something that's living to multiply. That's right. So Amen. Amen. Yes. I like, I love this one. Number three is their name is derived from Kuhn. To make firm, fix, establish, which cannot agree with gnats and flies. Why? Because they are ever-changing places and most consistently on the wing. See, the, 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 wings, the, uh, the flies have wings. Gnats have wings. They fly around. Lice stay right where they're at. And they bite and they suck your blood. Well, this could be really bad. I mean, if you think about this, what God's going to tell Aaron to do, smite the dust of the earth, and the dust is going to become lice. How much dust is on your body right now? Well, what if it all of a sudden, all the dust turned to gnats, I mean to lice? What would it be? It would be absolutely horrific. That's what it would be. Now, this is what God is doing to people who do not obey him. Will not. These aren't just pests. That's right. <laughs> These aren't pet lice, no. These are lice. This is life threatening. That's right. Amen. If it wouldn't have been resolved, they would have all died. That's right. 
This is the way it is. Why, why would Pharaoh appeal? Because Pharaoh knew this, is, this has got to be. He can't live with this. And God can put people in situations where they, they can't live with it. Yes. Yes, Frank. So this is on animals. It's going to kill this. It's going to kill the animals and the people. Yes, and it went on both. Well, it's just an inconvenience. That's right. Like having your house full of flies. It wasn't like that. Right. Now, see, it's interesting to note, and I think I mentioned it somewhere here, that at the end of this, at the end of this plague, God never says he took them away. Now, this, there's no scripture that says that, that Pharaoh called for Moses and said, treat the Lord to take away these lice. Because he didn't believe, because he wouldn't do what God said, all of a sudden, here come the flies. Now, see, I, I think that God did this on purpose. He wants, he wants, you know what flies do. They are an absolute annoyance. And many of the species, I looked at 120,000 species of flies. Doesn't tell us which one or if it was a whole bunch of different, you know, they, they call them stable flies or like horse flies. They bite really bad bites. So, see, the, the flies were, were like an added, you, do, you don't want to obey me? You don't want to obey me? I will make your life an absolute misery. The flies are nasty. Yes, they are. And they cause diseases. Exactly. Yes. And they get into everything. That's right. Amen. So Aaron did not hold, <laughs> well, I'll just read this first. Aaron, the prophet of Moses, once again obeys the word of the Lord. This is what he did, and they did so. And that's important. I wanted to make sure I say that. God told them to do it, and they did so. They did exactly what God, they didn't vary from it. Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and smote the dust of the earth, and it became lice in man. Now, that's what I'm talking about. See, the dust on you became lice. It wasn't like you got it from somebody else. Everybody had lice in Egypt. Wow. Are you sure you want to disobey God? So Aaron didn't hold his rod over the water. He didn't raise it up to the sky. He smote. He struck. He delivered a blow to the dust of the earth. You say, well, how, how did, that's just not, that can't happen. You just hit the dirt and everybody has lice. We're talking about God now. God said, do this and I will do this. And so Aaron did what he was told and instantly everyone had lice. Now see, that, that there's there's um, I, I, I looked into this. Now, see, lice, if you've never had lice before, they say it could take up to six weeks for you to feel itchy and scratchy because you never had it before. <clears throat> well, these people had it immediately. See, these were not common lice. No. These were God's lice. Now, that's important. God, exactly right. God do you, remember, we went over this, the, the frogs, they were God's frogs. And they did exactly what God sent them to do. They jumped in your house. They jumped in your bed. They got on you. They got in your kneading troughs. Why did they do all that? Because God told them to. See, the natural creation doesn't have a problem obeying God. It does whatever it's told. And so now the lice. See, God commands the lice, and he sends them where he wants. What do you heard the term crawling with lice? 
Yes. That's what you had. <laughs> That's hair, right. That's right. Eyes, every place. Amen. Oh, amen. That's right. Now, for, once again, Pharaoh suffers the results of his own obstinance, and he causes his all his people to suffer too. See? <clears throat> yeah. Have you? I don't think I've ever heard somebody say, suggest that this may be something yeah. God did. But, huh, this, is, this shakes your thinking. That That's right. That's how you think about things like plants. Amen. Amen. This was so important. Uh-huh. And God raised up his, his own man. Yes. To make sure nobody missed that point. Yes. That's right. There Amen. A specific reason for this. Yes. God was doing a specific work. That's right. It was going to be spoken about through yes, the centuries yes. to this day. Yeah. So he didn't leave anything to to man's imagination. Amen. As to who was responsible yes. for all of these things? That's right. Whenever God told Moses he would be as God to Pharaoh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that meant that whenever Moses said something, yes. it was to be a direct reference to what the God of Moses was doing. That's right. And That's then right. When he was to receive the word of Moses as from God Himself. Amen. And so <clears throat> this this is a, 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 a such a foundational word. Yeah. Many times in the Psalms, <clears throat> remember when God did this. Remember when God brought you out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. A psalm rehearsing the glories of that particular yeah. uh, deliverance. Mm-hmm. A lot is built on this. This is a very important thing to see. Amen. Amen. Now, once again, the magicians get involved, right? They oh, yeah. they can do it. They can do it. They, they have their enchantments. Yet this time, God does not allow their enchantments to work. They could not. They couldn't. And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lies. But they could not. So there were lice upon man and upon beasts. What an environment. Now, with their enchantments, I looked that up. I, I was interested in that. The word translated enchantment, speaking of something done in private. See, the, the, the magicians weren't like showing everybody how they did it. This was an enchantment. This was something done in secret. This was something that they, that whatever they were doing, they didn't want everyone to know. Because if everyone could do it, then they would lose their place. They wouldn't be so special but see, now think about what this means, an enchantment. This is what it is. It's something covered. It's something secret. By implication, it's an incantation. In other words, when you go whisper in somebody's ear and you tell them this and this and this and this, you very well may be enchanting them, causing them to believe something that isn't true. I thought, well, this is, see, witchcraft it is is not just like brooms and you know witches flying around. This witchcraft can be just turning someone's thoughts away. They can be well. Anyway, this is something. Oh, well. See, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, 
these magicians were going to be become believers, yeah. right? <laughs> what God was doing, Moses openly revealed. See, God, what God, Moses stood up there and he's, he, and he, whatever he told Aaron to do, Aaron did it exactly. There wasn't any enchantment. See, this is the thing that the magicians did magic by enchantment. Okay, Aaron, when he did what God told him, God went to work. See, I'm just saying there was a there was a big difference between those two things. They there were lice upon man and upon beast. So the most common symptom of any type of life lice is itching. Lice bites can cause allergic reactions that cause this itchy feeling. However, you may not feel itchy right away, especially if it's as light a light infestation. Now that's the highlight light infestation. You may not notice any symptoms for up to six to eight weeks if for the first time you get lice. Now that's from healthline.com. Okay. I want to put that in there. This is what see but this is true of normal lice. Normal lice, yeah. This is not normal or common lice. It's supernatural lice. I like to think of it like this is supernatural. In other words, uh, can you imagine if the environment around you was moved by God to 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 do a certain thing? It would do it. But see, the people themselves, they didn't know. Pharaoh didn't go out and say, I didn't obey God, and now you got to live with lice. All of a sudden, these plagues come on them, and it judges certain gods. Now, God called for his, his lice, and they were more than ready to answer God's call. I just, I really like seeing that. But each one of these, the frogs, every one of these things, they it did what God sold just like when God created it, of course. These lights were numbers that cannot be calculated by men. Could you count the dust in Egypt? I mean, is there any way that you could possibly imagine how many there were? The dust became lice. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh huh. Amen. Yes. See, they were not merely on man like a fly. And Sister Heather just expounded this. They weren't just like a fly comes and lands on you and it flies away, right? These lice were in you. Now, you couldn't, what would they do? They would cause you to scratch as soon as anybody with eczema can tell you. As soon as you start scratching the area, you have caused suffering to yourself. You have taken and and caused harm to the outside of your skin. And if you keep scratching it, all of a sudden it becomes bloody. And uh, this was absolute misery. And I, I thought that was worth highlighting. <laughs> God highlights it here. And the Egyptians, all of them were suffering. So they were biting them. They were sucking their blood. They were causing a complete a complete irritation. So now you know how you get when you're irritated. Yeah. How it, it changes it changes your manner. <laughs> the magicians are convinced that Moses God is greater than theirs. Now I don't think that they thought that out loud. I mean, but see, they were looking at Moses as a god. Moses Moses tells Aaron, "Lift up your rod." Aaron lifts up his rod, and this happens. They don't. All they know is what they saw. Yeah. We know that. uh, Yeah. Heathen gods, they all 
all admit that they're they're not the main guy. Yes, yes. So when they said this, it's like they it's like they must have recognized this is the real God that's doing this. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and see, you know, their magic, their enchantments depended on their false gods to get it done. Well, they met a God that was greater than that. And I think that's what they were acknowledging is that your God is more powerful than our God. Which she really, it, everyone needs to come to that point, right? Oh, yeah. They need to come to the point to where they see God is he is the God. So God's response is immediate. There is no indication in the scriptures that the lights were taken away. I looked and I, I looked. That's not there. Now, it doesn't mean that they didn't. But the, it's not recorded that Pharaoh said it's enough. I repent, you know, pray, pray for me. He didn't do that. Immediately, immediately, this is what it says. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh forth to the water and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. Now, see, if, if, if what is written is exactly how it happened, Pharaoh would have still had lice and been all. And Pharaoh comes to him and tells him to let my people go, do it. See, God put him in a place where it was possible for him to, to do this because he was so miserable. Let my people go. Yeah. Well, he's showing you what sin does. Yes, amen. If a person plays with sin, yes. That's right. Eventually, they get so they not only will not, they not only can't, they don't want to do anything about it. That's right. Because as you said, he didn't, he didn't call for mercy. That's right. At all. He bowed his back against God. He right. would not submit. Well, once again, I'm impressed with Moses. Moses, uh, I, I just, the whole example of Moses is one of a confident person. He gets up, he does what God says, he's trusting in the Lord. And um, and he, so he says, God tells him and say to him, Thus saith the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. This is the fourth time that Moses has carried this message to Pharaoh. Yet Pharaoh's not moved by it at all. He's not. Of course, his initial response, this is what he said initially. And he said what he still believes. Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And he he was determined, absolutely determined to not let them go. But to his dismay, God was determined that they go. Yeah. You know, this, God, Moses is the only kind of person God will use. Yes, that's right. For, for blessing. Uh-huh. And Pharaoh, that's the only kind of thing sin produces. Amen. has to see this. Yes. They have to see this, that there is no such thing as a disobedient servant. That's right. That and is actually serving God. He may yes. be called to be a servant, uh-huh. but if he doesn't, he's dominated by the devil. Yes, amen. The amen. dominated by Christ doesn't make any difference what the devil does. Yes. doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. He will not yield to him. Amen. Amen. Now the fourth plague. He, he, he calls another plague up. The Lord said, you don't going to let him go? All right, we're going to add to your torment. In this fourth plague, the plague of flies, God judged the Egyptian God of Cain. Kephri, or, or, or Hepri, or however you pronounce it, the false god of the rising or morning sun. They had to have a god. Well, how does the sun come up? Well, we got a god that does it. Well, so the thing is, is that, yeah, that is true. God does do it. 
but it's the God. Okay, it's represented with the head of a fly or a scarab beetle. Those who are in Christ have come to know that it's Christ alone who's the morning star, right? It's Christ that is the morning star. And uh, he's the brightness and the fullness of the Father. He's the one that's created all things. And and for himself they were created. So see this, God's not going to stand for this. He, so what does he do? He, he judges it. Now, <clears throat> Moses delivers the message. He tells it, this is what he's saying to Pharaoh while he's standing before him at the water. And in my my. From what I can tell, he's full of gnats, I mean lice, he's full of lice, he's miserable, and this is what he said, you won't let him go? Else, if thou will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies upon thee, and upon thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thy houses, and the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies, and also the ground wherein they are. This was going to be absolutely miserable. Yes, going to be covered with flies. I looked online. I didn't put another picture in here for fear of wasting too much space. But that they have, they show pictures where this has happened, where swarms have. They had a picture of a gas station, and it was absolutely you couldn't get to the pumps, the ground. Everything was completely covered with flies. They couldn't figure it out. It was a phenomenon. God is the God of heaven. He does what he wants. So, so the complete judgment of God against the false gods of Egyptians are recorded to teach man just how specific and completely God hates all false gods. Anybody set up something that tries to attempt to take the place of God, he will, he will do it. He will judge it. God told the descendants of Israel that they should not let their children intermarry with those from other nations. This is why he said it. This is what he said. For they will turn away thy sons from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. This is how God feels. Don't intermarry with, with those who aren't of the faith. Don't do it. They'll take your heart away from God. So now God's going to make a distinction. I, 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 this is wonderful. God's going to send Moses to Pharaoh to tell him, I'm making this distinction, right? And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there. Now, you've got to consider how miraculous this is. Yes. Flies fly, right? <laughs> how are you going to keep swarms of flies out of Goshen? Well, if you're God, you just tell them you can't go there. That's all you do, see? If you created the flies and they do your will, then you just tell them stay out of Goshen. To the end, that thou mayest know. This is why he's making this distinction. See, this is, this is something that's absolutely supernatural. And, and, and Pharaoh now, he believes in supernatural. He's telling them, this is, I'm going to make a distinction I'm going to set Goshen apart from Egypt. So God will command his flies, and they will do all this will. In the last three plagues, God specifically revealed where the plague would be. But this time, God quarantines off a whole region. You can't go there. This is, and see, it's a, this is a picture, right? This way he says, I will put a division between my people and thy people. Tomorrow, this shall, shall this sign be. Tomorrow you're going to see 
how I feel about my people. I protect them. I keep them. They won't fall. My people and your people. You know, just one more thing mm-hmm. about pride. They're attracted to uncleanness. That's right. Amen. And so God was making a division here between what was clean and unclean in his sight. Yes, amen. See, the Egyptians, they thought the Israelites were unclean. They were an abomination to him. Yeah. But see, really, it was the opposite. It was a spiritual unclean. That's right. Amen. Amen. So, uh, we just have a few minutes left. I'm trying to, to think if I should don't, just... don't recognize any boundaries. Yeah, I know. Now Christ is the ultimate place of safety. Now, Goshen, see, is a, was a picture God was going to separate Goshen, going to keep it safe. And so that you can see that God set that up. That's where that's Christ. Yeah. Christ is the place of safety. You get into Christ, as long as these brethren stayed in Goshen, they wouldn't have any flies. But if they left, well, see, this is, it wasn't like they personally had an aura of protection around them. They had to stay where the protection was, just like we have to stay where the protection is. Yes. But they didn't have to be told. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I don't know. We know they had made some friendship with the Egyptians. Uh Some of them come out with Right, right. There was a connection there socially, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't wasn't here. Yes. Amen. It wasn't here. That's right. So now this this changes how you view things because sometimes there's divisions caused. Yes. when you think back, think back to this instance. That's right. Amen. And it will explain to you. That's right. explain to you why it happened. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, it, God's warned Pharaoh many times. This isn't like, this wasn't God's first choice. Now, God did tell Moses before he ever got there, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will not listen to you. He will not. So, see, when Moses... I just thought how that just fortifies Moses' Moses' desire to please God. He knows he's not, and yet he gets up. See, if people today say, well, it doesn't make any difference. God's going to do what he's going to do. No, Moses went over there. He told him exactly what God did and said to do each time because God was judging. See, God making individual, specific judgments. But because of the hardness of Pharaoh's heart, I think... A thick blanket of woe will descend upon Egypt because uh, the woe is a blanket of flies that they can't endure. God's warned Pharaoh, but he's, he's got a hard heart. He won't listen. Now, we know flesh will do this, right? You have flesh. There's a part of you that's flesh. There's a part of you. The old man's there. Yeah. And... and it, Uh-huh. Will do this. That's right. Amen. This is the only That's right. Amen. And so if you give way to the flesh or allow it to express itself, it's always going to be obstinate towards God because it prefers itself, its own will over God's will. So what do we do? To, we crucify the flesh. In other words, we don't let it express itself. If you yield to the flesh, your, your course changes and you start marching toward hell. Amen. That's right. Amen. 
Amen. Yield to the flesh. Yes. The direction of your life changes and you're headed toward the lake of life. Yes. Amen. Amen. So what happened? The land was corrupted by reason of the swarms of flies. Yeah. And see, this, this is if, if the church lets go of Christ, well, then they're corrupted. That's right. They have corrupted themselves. Nothing, nothing can grow. It's, a, it's just an impossible thing. And so the only, see, the thing is, is that they didn't make life or create life. None of their gods were real. They couldn't do anything. They were just worshiping. Technically, they were worshiping Satan. They were giving their glory, the glory to him. And they were attributing that he was doing everything that God was really doing. God really was causing the sun to rise he really was. God really was causing the flood, uh, the, the Nile to flood every year with water. God was doing these things. It wasn't, it wasn't Satan. It wasn't false gods. And so God's not, he's not challenging anything other than those who have come against him. They have as sought to, to come against God. So what's God doing in these plagues? He's revealing who's really in control. And we'll pick up this again next time and I, I thank God for these this record that we've been given this is a, a record that's very pointed see it's very it's explaining a lot about not only them but us today yes sister yeah, uh, none of these plagues mm-hmm. man, man didn't have a remedy for anything that's right amen plagues. yes and there was there was no reprieve mm-hmm. Yes. They just had to endure it. Yes, amen. Said enough. And uh, to, to really get a, an understanding of what's going on here with Pharaoh, mm-hmm. we see that later in Samuel. It says, For rebellion is a, as the sin of witchcraft. Yes. And stubbornness mm-hmm. is as iniquity and idolatry. Amen. So you see the wickedness yes. of what Pharaoh was doing. Yes. It wasn't just those poor Egyptians and God's doing this. No, it was wickedness. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, brethren, for your comments. I really was blessed by it today. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for being with us. We thank you, Father, for your Son, Christ Jesus, that has brought everlasting salvation within our reach. We thank you, Father, for giving us to believe, and we ask, Lord, that as we um, trust in you, that, Father, you will bless us and keep us and cause our foot to not slip. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the food you've prepared and that you've given us. We ask, Lord, that we would eat our meat with gladness, and, Father, that we would realize as, as we partake of any meal that you have provided it for us. Yes. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. Yes.